On today's show, a look at Scion's two new subcompact cars, FCA earnings reveal why Sergio Marchione is desperate to find a partner, and how one Ford F-150 is not like another. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for July 31st of 2015. When the IIHS typically crash tests a vehicle, it evaluates the best-selling model. But after a new aluminum-bodied Ford F-150 Supercrew, the most popular model, earned a top safety pick, questions were raised if an extended cab model could match that. While the extended cab earned good ratings in four of the tests, I'm sure you can see where I'm going with this, the IIHS found stark differences in the small overlap test, where a vehicle is bashed into a rigid barrier at 40 miles per hour. The supercruise passenger compartment remained mostly intact after the test, but the extended cabs, tow pan, parking brake, and brake pedal were pushed back 10 to 13 inches. The dashboard was jammed against the dummy's lower legs, and the steering wheel was pushed back nearly 8 inches. Structural elements that are located in the supercruise front frame cannot be found on the extended cab. And this just goes to show what a few extra supports can really do. Ford is now evaluating possible changes to the extended cab, and the IIHS says it plans to rate multiple variants of other pickups slated for tests this year. As we told you yesterday, Scion sales in the American market are slumping, but the company has two new products on the way, which it believes will help turn things around. We just got the chance to drive the IA, the brand's first sedan, and the IM, an all-new five-door hatchback. And here are the highlights. Let's start with the IA, which is actually based on the Mazda 2 and uses the company's Skyactiv powertrain and chassis. Under the hood is a 1.5-liter four-cylinder that can be mated to a six-speed manual or automatic transmission. Fuel economy for the manual is rated at 35 miles per gallon combined, while the automatic averages 37 mpg. The engine is a bit sluggish, it only cranks out 106 horsepower, but once you get up to speed, the car performs well. And even though it's a subcompact, there's a good amount of head and legroom for both the driver and front passenger. Inside, the IA is equipped with the same dash-mounted infotainment screen that Mazda uses and it borrows its rotary control functions as well. Pricing for the IA starts at $16,500 with the manual and $17,500 for the automatic. Now let's take a look at the IM. It's powered by a 1.8-liter four-cylinder that can be matched to a six-speed manual or a CVT. Its fuel economy is rated at 31 mpg combined with the manual and 32 combined with the CVT. While it's no speed demon, the IM isn't as pokey as the IA. It's rated at 137 horsepower. And like the IA, the IM also boasts a good amount of leg and headroom for the front passengers. Overall, it's kind of a fun car to drive, but we would have liked the gear shifts with the manual to be a bit smoother. Pricing for the IM starts just over $19,000 for the manual and just over twenty dollars for the CVT. Both the IA and IM will be hitting Scion dealers on September 1st. Still to come, SEA earnings show why it's desperate for a partner and PSA outperforms Renault in the first half. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. 
Your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles. And by Hyundai. Learn more at Hyundai.com. FCA posted its second quarter earnings, and it showed dramatic improvements over last year. But these numbers also show why CEO Sergio Marchion is desperate to find a partner. First, let's start with the numbers. FCA sold nearly 1.2 million vehicles in the last three months, but that was up only 1% compared to last year. Even so, thanks to a richer mix and higher prices, revenues jumped 25% to over 29 billion euros. The earnings before interest and taxes surged 57%, and net profits were up 69%. FCA also managed to reduce its debt by 600 million euros, and it generated over 3 billion euros in free cash flow. Even so, the company's net profit margin was a minuscule 1%. That sure sounds like a lot of time and effort to make just 1%. And it sure shows why Sergio needs another automaker to partner with. Two years ago, Carlos Tavares, then COO of Renault, blurted out to a reporter that he would love to be the CEO of General Motors or Ford. That did not sit well with his boss, Carlos Goen, the CEO of Renault, who invited Mr. Tavares to leave the company. It didn't take long for Tavares to land as CEO of PSA, the parent company of Peugeot and Citroën. And the latest financial numbers show why he was itching to run his own car company. PSA is selling more cars than Renault, it has higher revenue, and a better operating profit. Renault's net profit is better, but PSA is closing in fast. Even more telling is that Renault did not generate any free cash flow, while PSA generated 2.8 billion euros in free cash. And you've just got to believe that Carlos Tavares is grinning from ear to ear. Coming up next, a demo of Apple's new CarPlay system in the 2016 Honda Accord. For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work, Dow. Honda loaded up the new Accord with a lot of new technology, including Apple CarPlay. The system allows for the screen on your dashboard to look and work just like your smartphone. Here's a quick demo of how it works. Hi, my name is Davis Adams with Honda Public Relations, and we're here in the 2016 Honda Accord. I'm going to show you how Apple CarPlay works in the car. So as you can tell, I already have an iPhone 5S plugged in. It works from the iPhone 5 all the way up to the 6 Plus at this point. Um, and as you can see, your Apple screen is already displaying on the car. So I, the, the way the system works, it's all voice commanded through, through Siri. So it's very easy, it's very intuitive, and I'll show you how this works make a phone call. Call David Wright. Calling David Wright. And just like that, she makes a phone call to whoever you want her to call, just like on your phone. Um, now, you can also use this for texting, for email. I'll show you how the text messages work. Send a text message to David Wright. Okay, what do you want to say to David Wright? Tell him that I'm running late. Your message to David Wright says, Tell him that I'm running late. Ready to send it? Yes. Done. 
So very easy. It can also play music. You just tell the car to to pull music from your iTunes radio or from the music you already have loaded on, but also show you how the navigation works because it's very easy to use. Take me to the San Diego Zoo. Getting directions to San Diego Zoo. So the system is really very simple to use. It's all meant to be worked, you know, completely via voice, and that's really intended not only to make things easy for you and to give you the uh, the, the functionality. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, the functionality from your phone to the car, but it also keeps you from playing with your phone when you're driving to help with the safety, which is something that Honda is always looking for in their vehicles. Well, that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you back here again on Monday. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.